Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at Stay on Target Podcast. Com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about all the games we're going to buy this year. That's right. At, well, halfway through the year, but halfway through fall. The, for, for the fall, the 2019 fall season. So it's, it's traditionally, whenever we started this podcast, Chris, it was whenever basically every game came out. And nowadays, I feel like there are more, like there are more and more games coming out in the like early half of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Rather than just basically piling every single video game into the back half of the year, which is where I felt like we were at whenever we, you know, originally started this podcast. Was like, oh, we announced the games in release dates at E3, and then we have them all. They all come out before Christmas, and then there's nothing. Yeah. But now we have things in January, February, March. The only slow time April, is really May, June. June, July, August. I think September, June is the, the slowest time November, this year. December. That's right, because like, you know, (laughs) just listing months now. (laughs) Um, Yes, that's right. So we will talk about, we'll go through the list through the end of the year. Very comprehensive list. And uh, we will uh, tell you the ones that we're going to pick up. That's right. Um, I don't even know which ones I'm going to pick up yet, John. Me either. We're We're making decisions on the fly. We're doing it live. We're doing it here with everyone else. Like, you know, the dear listener. Make your decisions now as well. Like that's with us. <laughs> just join us. <laughs> literally pre-order them as we're. Oh, that you know that one. Yeah. That one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John, what have you been up to this week? Um, since we're recording this, literally mere minutes after the last, <laughs> we uh, I did some some you know some phone surfing a minute yeah. ago, like in between the the, the recordings. Yeah, I did, I did as well. I downloaded a, a game that came out <laughs> earlier called "It's Always Sunny." The gang goes mobile. Nice. I uh, thought that might be a nice fun romp. Uh, have you have you opened it yet? I haven't. It's it was downloading. Is it is it done downloading? I Probably. was going to say you can click can, the open button. I can open it Walk right us now. through your your first few seconds. Oh man, this is always <laughs> of, this is always a, a, a crap it's always shoot, sunny. I feel like <laughs> what? Whenever you open a new game, like yeah, a mobile I mean, game, you just never know what it's going to do to your phone. You know. <sighs> well, that's true. Like you get the hot phone. <laughs> the hot phone is the worst. So far, it's I've got a lot of logos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The FX logo makes oh, sense. What is this? Terms of service. I agree. <laughs> that always happens too. You know. Yeah. Um. Is it's all it about new episodes coming soon? Oh, nice. So it's it's basically an advertisement for yeah the, for, for the, for uh, the, the new show. season of It's Always Sunny. Which I is, dig it. Does have new new uh, episodes coming next month? I like it. In September, and th- like there's oh, no. It end starts in sight, off like right? a TV episode. Oh, it's, oh, it's nice. playing. A, it's playing a video. That's awesome. Okay, I'll do this later because okay. I don't want to miss this. It looks really cool. It looks. It looks, it looks super fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so anyway, if, yeah. if you enjoy, it's always sunny. Yep. That app is available. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, You're welcome. I'll play it along with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. Cool. Well. Um. Since we just did all the news. In our previous episode, that's right. Um, this episode, we have a couple of different, a couple of segments for you. That's right. First, it's pick of the week. Pick of the week. This this might be a new record, Chris. Three minutes. Three minutes uh, to the, like, to the first like, segment. Yeah, it's three minutes and eleven seconds to the first segment. <laughs> uh, so, John, what is, what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is a video game that I have been playing on uh, on the old Switch. Ooh. And it was it came out like a, a few months ago, but it was on the sale. The old Switch. It was on sale, and uh, and I picked it up. And it, honestly, I probably shouldn't have picked it up whenever I picked it up, because, but because it was on sale, I bought it like a week before Fire Emblem came out. Mm. And then Fire Emblem came out, and I've kind of like fallen off of it, but it was a f- really fun game for the, for the few hours that I played it. <laughs> Um, Whoops! I just hit my mic. It's called uh, the World Next Door. 
And it's about uh, you go into this alternate universe and you're trying to escape to get back. Like the the, the oh, portal cool. closes on you. Like there's a portal between these two worlds that opens once every hundred years, right? Yeah. And uh, and a select few people are chosen from each world to go and, and learn about and go to the other world and, and then come back through the portal before it closes now you've been trapped you're like the no. your character is trapped in the other world mm. and uh you are a particularly good magic user in that world because mm. magic exists in that world magic did not exist in the on the, the the earth as we know it and so uh so anyway so you're trying to like do figure out the mystery of like the portals of like can i open them can i get home you know is there a way to do that and like you do it based on uh basically like a a a block breaking kind of a game or like you run your character around a map and uh and whenever you do battles you you send spells off by matching colors and shapes and things like that across the map and it's a really fun fast paced you know kind of puzzle game and uh so the gameplay on that side is fun the story is pretty cool the uh the the kind of main conceit of it is interesting and i was uh, intrigued all the way throughout whenever i played it but then fire emblem came out and i uh i haven't gone back to it yet but the world next door very that's good game. That's awesome. I enjoyed it. Cool. Awesome. So, Chris, what is your pick of the week this week? My pick of the week this week is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's right. You teased this last yeah. week. Yeah, I saw it at the Mall of America. Um, definitely go see this movie. It is fantastic. Do you when, have to go to the Mall of America in order to no, go, you know, get the go full to any, experience? Any old movie theater. Okay, good. Um, no, it's, this is one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. Um, it's so good. So well acted. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Margot Robbie, um, phenomenal job. Just like there's some really, really great things in this. Great cinematography, uh, great soundtrack, great just like overall like movie going experience. One of like it's it's classic Tarantino, but also like he throws in some some surprises. That's cool that you don't expect him to to throw in. And it's interesting to me, like Quentin Tarantino, like in this movie, uh, it's interesting that he is one of the few just directors who can come up with brand new like kind of original concept here. Yeah. And it's it it's just a big deal, you know. Where and I feel like he's also a, a household name, and that like people who don't see Quentin Tarantino movies probably have heard the name Quentin Tarantino. You know, it's like oh, I'm not into movies, but I know Quentin Tarantino, or at the very least, you know his movies. And so for him to come out with this movie, like, and uh, and this is like the the one before the last one, right? Supposedly yeah, it's his ninth movie. He's only going to make ten. He said. And so it uh, it kind of just blows blows my mind. Do you think the Star Trek one is going to be the uh, or whatever? I don't is know. Be the tenth one. Odd. I feel like seems real weird. He may do ten, and like where he's the original ideas, and then start going into I'm just going to direct this yeah. this one, you yeah. know, or I'm not going to write and direct, or like this isn't going to be my original concept, but it's going to be, you know, yeah, I'm going to do, do somebody that. else's. Um, but definitely go see this movie. This is um, it's in the same way that like Inglorious Bastards mm -hmm. was based on real things. Nice. This is based on real things, but also not based like not. I, I mean, have said what I said. Okay, okay. I will so say in no more. the Quentin Tarantino universe of movies, yeah. where are we sitting in the different tiers of movies within movies, or just the regular? This, world? Is, this would be the regular world. This the would real be the real. Tarantino verse. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. I got you. This is not gotcha. a movie within this movie. Yeah, it's not like uh, there are movies within this movie. Okay. Okay. Kill Bill. Are we talking Kill Bill? Are we no. talking? You know, no. Nothing okay. we've seen before. Okay. Okay. Ooh, interesting. I like this. Yeah. Um, awesome, dude. I'm uh I'm I'm excited to 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 check that out. 
to see, see another Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, dude. Um, so good. And this one in particular, like all of the uh, the marketing leading up to it, it was very interesting to me. Like a lot of the uh, some of the other um, Quentin Tarantino movies haven't appealed to me quite as much as as others, but like this one in particular, I was like, I've, I've always been kind of interested in the way that he's presenting this story. Yeah. So awesome. Finger guns. John, I lied when I said we only had two segments before our main segment. Oh, boy. I didn't really lie because at the time I thought that was it. Is this a secret segment? No, I just uh, remembered that I have some news. So it's a secret segment for me. Like, I don't know what's happening yeah, here. We probably should have talked about this last time. But strap in for the ride here, Chris. This is from Gizmodo. Okay, hit me. James Whitbrook wrote this. Lucasfilm's first non-Star Wars or Indiana Jones film in years is the Children of Blood and Bone adaption. What? Uh, adaptation, sorry. Since Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, the studio has been laser-focused on two of its biggest franchises, cycling up a whole deluge of Star Wars films and getting going on a continuation of Indiana Jones. Has but, there been a deluge of Star Wars films? No. But now it's working on a new project, wholly disconnected from supernatural, treasure hunting, or Jedi adventures. Deadline reports Disney is moving ahead with an adaptation of Tommy Edyemi's 2018 young adult fantasy novel, Children of Blood and Bone, picking up on a Fox 2000 rights acquisition that has survived the House of Mouse's consumption of Fox and the ongoing radical cutdown of its previously planned movie slate. That's fascinating. Set in a world where an evil king orders the culling of the Magi, practitioners of various elemental magics, Children of Blood and Bone, Blood and bone, that's hard to say, follows a young orphaned magi named Zeely who sets out to bring magic back to her people and strike back against the king who subjugated them. Kay Oyagun, best known for her work on This Is Us, is currently in talks with Disney to write the adaptation, while dope and one-time potential Flash director Rick Famuyi is at still attached to direct. While prior producers back under Fox's auspices, Marty Bowen, Isaac Klausner, John Fisher, and Karen Rosenfeld, as well as Vimui himself, will still be on board the Disney version of the project. The deal has apparently caught the eye of Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy, according to Deadline. Disney is looking to hand over Children of Blood and Bone to Lucasfilm to be their first non-Star Wars or indie production since being bought by the mega corporation seven years ago. We also haven't had an indie production. Let me just throw that out no. there. We haven't had a deluge of Star Wars. This like They're just largely overstating the, the history here. It won't be the first time Lucasfilm has dabbled in fantasy, of course, aside from the fact Star Wars is basically swords and sorcery with lasers and spaceships. There True. is, of course, their work with Ron Howard on Willow, which could make a return on Disney+. Plus. But at the very least, it means Disney is putting a level of importance on the project if it's willing to let Lucasfilm spend some time away from the galaxy far, far away for a bit. Yeah. We'll bring you more on Disney's plans for children of blood and bone as we learn it. Which, speaking of, where is Indiana Jones? Didn't we have, like, the rumor was that for Harrison Ford to sign on for Force Awakens, that they would have to, like, uh, you know, investigate restarting an Indiana Jones film? So, I was having this discussion with... Uh, all friends of the show that have been on the show before, Josh Fulton, okay. Megan Ledford, yeah. and, and uh, Josh Hancock. All awesome. Um, and uh, I think I have thrown forth the notion, I think they're trying to distract us. Oh, yeah? With a new, they, they need us, they need some goodwill to get under their belt before they further ruin the franchises we love. <laughs> Before they bring back Indy again. Before they. With no, Shia LaBeouf before, now before in the they, lead. Number one. 
before Ryan Johnson's trilogy hits. And number two, before they kill off Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones 5 or whatever this is going to be. I mean, Harrison Ford just, I mean, he's always wanted to, like his characters to, I know, to be he wants off them to die. on screen. And know? I think it's going to happen. Every I single think, Star think, Wars movie, he tried to convince, he's like, you know what, you know what, George? This is the one. They are 100%. <laughs> and then JJ said, you know what? You're right. <laughs> they are 100% going to kill Indiana Jones. I'm, yeah. I'm calling it now. Yeah. I mean, they've got to have somebody to take over. They were trying to like push Shia LaBeouf in that role, but yeah. you know, didn't, didn't work. Didn't take. Um, so I don't hate that movie as much as a lot of people do though. No. You know, no, I think it's fine. The only part I didn't like very much was the refrigerator thing where it's like, yeah, that's the is, only part I don't like. This is completely just not even. That's it. Yep. Uh, rest of it's great. Like just the rest of it's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know, John. I just want, I mean, why? why? I am fine with this, Chris. And you know why I'm fine with this? Because I feel like Lucasfilm has now within the, like since Disney has acquired them, they've become just the Star Wars factory. Which I'm fine with. Which is okay. Like there's, the, you know, in, in if you ever literally to like gaming, it's like 343 Industries, they're just making Halo. They're not going to make anything besides Halo. You know, that's, exactly. that's what they do. Um, and... But at the same time, Lucasfilm has had that level of like, Indiana Jones, or like they've done, like I mentioned Willow in the article. And it's like they've done cool things before. So why not this? I don't know. Because they should be a Star Wars factory. Because <laughs> you're like, I want that deluge Here's, of Star Wars films yeah. this writer promised me. Here's the only thing, only, only way that I'm like, <laughs> I'm okay with this is if, yeah, the, like doing like, uh, all other uh, other films like this allow them to get whatever creative juices that they yeah. want out where yeah. they want to ruin Star Wars by doing these crazy things. And I uh, mean, uh, let's let them do it over here in some other franchise and make Star Wars movies the way they should be made. So my thing is like just in general, any creative uh, team or, or, or artist is going to want to do not just the same thing you know you have like people over there i mean lucasfilm obviously like they they have the uh their industrial light and magic like does all sorts of things but it's like you know the people at lucasfilm like diving into a different mythology can potentially allow them to um strike upon the you know important things within a different mythology in order to bring that knowledge and be like, oh, well, this is what's important about the Star Wars mythology and the Star Wars, you know, universe over here. So totally. like, it can, can kind of boil you down to like, okay, what's what's the core of Im- the importance of these different franchises? So I think like diversification is is a good thing in yeah. my mind. So yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's not vastly. It doesn't. It it doesn't sound vastly different from Star Wars as even like Indiana Jones. Like Indiana Jones is like completely like, this is this pulp uh, pulp movie kind of a thing versus Star Wars space fantasy, you right. know, and it's like, that's completely different. Right. Whereas this feels like, okay, well, it's just fantasy. It's not not necessarily sci-fi fantasy, but it's just yeah. fantasy, so. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see if it even makes it. I'm just surprised that it made that transition, the jump over from Fox. Like, so many things were just like, no, throw that away, throw that away, throw it. So it must be good enough or far enough along and uh, be promising enough for for someone to to say, hey, this is this is cool. We need to keep this around. Or Kathleen Kennedy just likes it. I mean, that's fine too. You yeah. know, yeah. that's the news. All right, John. Yeah, it's time for a new segment. A brand new segment that we're calling. What are we calling this? Stand targets must see movies. 
real steel. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Continue. Yes. Oh, so uh, this this um, segment has is was inspired by Patrick Hopkins. That's right. Who wrote in and said this? He said that. <laughs> I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> I didn't know these three. Oh, I thought you had your phone. Why did you respond like that? He says, <laughs> segment idea for the podcast. Uh, movies you guys absolutely love that people should see, i.e. Real Steel. Yes, that's why I'm starting with it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and he says, mine would be Secondhand Lions. Ha. There you go. So this is a, this is a new segment where it's going to be a recurring segment where we will build a list of Stan Target must-see must Movie. See, I already know what my next one's going to be, John. Oh man! Anyway, I'm going to start. With, I'm going to start with Real Steel because Patrick started with Real Steel. I like it. I love Real Steel. I won't belabor the point, but um, not only does this movie have uh, two great things that I love in movies: uh, a father-son um, uh, relationship dynamic, a, a, a positive one, but also fighting robots. <laughs> fighting robots. I mean, honestly, like if I think back about like our movie going history, I will say that fighting robots is definitely a big draw. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? Uh, it's also like in, in fighting robots in, in the style of boxing or, yeah. uh, you know, this is basically Cinderella man with a robot. Nice. I uh, like that. I like the comparison. That's a good say. one. Um, uh, yeah. it's a mashup of, uh, of the Cinderella man and rock'em sock'em robots. Exactly. Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. Um, also, you know, there's some, there's some WWE influences. I would, I think in that because with like the entrance things, Nice. anyway, the drama uh, of it all. Yeah. The drama, Sean Levy directed this, who also directed things like, uh, classics such as night, at the museum and night, at the museum too. <laughs> but also I have to see more one more so yeah. than two, but yeah. But also yeah. Stranger Things, he directs uh, he directs uh, episodes of usually episodes three and four yeah, of Stranger th- Things three and four, season. which is like the where everything starts. Like <laughs> it's it's where, where the 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 can of weird gets opened. Yeah. Usually, uh, he's a producer on that as well. Um, this movie has one of the my favorite openings. Have I showed you the opening? Yes, of this I've watched the first like twenty minutes of this movie. John, so good. And this is one that I also like need to need to need to watch. Like, yes. I, if you out there haven't watched it, let's all watch it together. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it this you know in the next week or so. Okay, which I have all two right. weeks because we're recording this in the past. Okay, and yeah. then yeah. and then we'll we'll, we'll revisit. All right, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to hold you to that. Please do. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, but uh, yeah, Sean Levy's great. It's one of the best openings. Ever the cinematography in this thing is great. The music choices are great. I do remember the music, like the intro of uh, of this movie, oh, like the man. whole like intro. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like it just feels good. It's got great actors in it. You were talking even on the lower level, uh, people like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Um, that dude who was in uh, Walking Dead. Uh, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of dudes. Let's was, just be clear. Was, there are a lot was, of dudes in he was Walking Norman Dead. Norman Reedus's brother. Oh, oh, oh. You know what's his about? name? Yeah, oh. He's it was in Merle everything. was his yeah, character's name. Yeah, oh, anyway, yeah. I don't know I'm the, the actor's I'm, name. I'm going to find out. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, um, why, can't I th- why can't I remember anyone's name right now? This is terrible. From Lost, um, Evangeline Lilly. There it is. Uh, Fantastic. And, he, and obviously Hugh Jackman's fantastic. Um, I just found Michael Rooker. Michael I, Rooker. I looked him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great, great actors and actresses. Um, it's, the, uh, one it's, of the fun things that you mentioned about, like, when we were reviewing the original Stranger Things season, like, yeah. back, you know, years ago. Yeah. Um, on this very podcast, you talked about how Sean Levy is really good with like lights and yes. lighting and like has really cool things going on there. And I remember the, some very distinct things in the first like 20 minutes of this movie, like 
some very cool things with like lights yes. and like the, the lens flares and things. Yeah, it's, it's very cool stuff going yeah, on with he, this. He uh, he's a good director. I really like it. Anyway, it's a must see movie. So good. I I argue I, like that. I mean, anyone who who thinks that that this is, would not be a good movie that has doubts in their mind, just watch it. Like I have not, I have yet to show it to someone who has not seen it, and I have talked it up to that has been like, you know what? I st- actually hate that movie. <laughs> no one said that. <laughs> Where they're like, actually, this is this actually is you a were, terrible you were movie. dead wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it came out in 2011. Yeah, which is actually more recent than I had thought, oh, but wow. I guess still like seven years ago. Yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah. and everything looks great. The graphics look great. For, especially for being at this point eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, it was nominated for uh, best achievement in visual effects as an for an Oscar. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, it won. Let's see here. It wasn't. Uh, what did it win? It, just some random things. <laughs> some random awards. Oh, I forgot. Danny Elfman did the score. Oh, dude, Danny Elfman is fantastic. Yeah. I love Daniel. Dude, so many things about this movie, dude. It's all like, and this is the thing. Like, this movie is just right up my alley as well. And it, and I remember watching this. I don't remember what like what drew me away after those twenty know. minutes. Like, why did I stop? I don't know. Why? Chris? I will say it starts a little like it does a good job of, like getting your attention. Then it kind of slows down for a second. But, yeah. But that's just to do some establish, sta- like establishing the relationships, yeah. establishing like this is how the the robots work. Like, there's some like things in there. The world building, Chris. Well, yeah, you gotta build building. the world totally before you can punch it in the face. Yeah. Like they, I'm sure but they it do later immediately on. goes back into it. Yeah. I'm down, dude. I'm. It's on the list. What are they saying? I have no idea. <laughs> Just random words, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I submit to you The Prestige. Ah. <laughs> the Prestige, a Christopher Nolan classic film. Is this another one that he mentioned? Uh, this is not one that he mentioned. How did this come up earlier? So I mentioned it earlier because I knew that I was going to bring it up here. Oh, with me? Yeah, last you just episode. Randomly mentioned last it? episode, I when mentioned did you it. Mention it. I don't even remember what In the what context, context was. I have no idea what the context was. <laughs> I forgot. If anyone knows the context from last episode, I just remember it being mentioned. Tell us. I mean, totally. I, I did 100 mention mention because whenever I mentioned it, I was like, "Ah, dang it! I gave it away." Um, <laughs> Why would I automatically <laughs> think that that was your? <laughs> There's no way he'd ever bring up the prestige. There's no way we wouldn't bring it up twice in the same night. <laughs> uh, so Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. It no, came we're not out, talking about the magician. No, we're not talking about the magician. With this Edward came out Norton. in 2006, which actually was like. In 2006, there were two other movies that featured stage what was, ma- magicians. What was the second one? I don't remember, but I remember <laughs> that there were two movies in addition to the Prestige. There was the Magician, and it was nominated was it like for like Oscars or, as well. No, that wasn't Magicians. No, no, no. There was it was it was some other weird name. It was like a it was a left turn like from like oh, there's one of the characters was a stage magician. It wasn't about like hey, this is the ah, act of magic. That's you know? what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the uh, the Magician came out the same year. Yeah, it was also nominated for a lot of like uh, Oscars. But yeah. then you know, in my mind. The Prestige is the superior movie. Like, I remember watching both and enjoying Edward Norton as the magician, but The Prestige, man, such a fantastic film. It it also has an amazing cast, and both of ours this week feature the amazing Hugh Jackman. Oh, you're right. Yeah, dude. Forgot all about that. That's the theme for this week, Hugh Jackman. I mean, that is the theme. Hugh Jackman is is a theme. I should have have picked X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) 
Yes, that's a must see, Chris. Yeah. That's definitely not on the must see. You'll love list. Deadpool don't, in that one. I mean, <laughs> I don't, no. <laughs> but this also features Christian Bale. Uh, also. And, uh, oh, in addition to. In addition to uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, let me look at the full cast here. We've got Michael Caine, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we've got Scarlett Johansson. Yep. And uh, it's it it is a fantastic film for a number of reasons, but it's it's multi layered, like multiple viewings. You pay attention to different things, mm-hmm. like which is fantastic. And it's not like a one like a one trick thing where I feel like some movies. Uh, you're like, oh man, I watched that once, then I watched it again, and it was a whole different perspective. But then you can't really watch it again after that and get more layers to it. But this one, I've I've watched it numerous times over over my 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 life, and since it came out, and it's like, man, this is fantastic. Every single viewing, you notice something different. You notice yeah. this small little detail. Did Hans um, Zimmer do that score? Who did the score? Oh, we're gonna find out who did the score. I don't know if he did. Actually, I don't. I don't remember it being a Hans Zimmer esque type of score. I remember what the score was. Yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah. the that's the thing. It being in 2006 is significant in that I feel like 2006 was the moment, like the year. If I were to trace back, the year that I became like interested in lots of movies, or it's just mm. like film, just in general. I was like, I went from like going to see occasional movies and liking them mm-hmm. to like being a movie. Like a, like a little bit more critical eye of it where like, mm. ooh, this movie is better than this movie or yeah. like whatever. Um, that year, a lot of movies came out that, uh, that I love and will probably inevitably end up on this list. Jonathan Nolan also wrote this. Yeah, that's right. Hans Zimmer actually did do the, uh, the score for it. Yeah. Must not, I mean, I don't think he even plays it from like in his concerts. That's interesting. I mean, it's interesting that I, there's no like memorable thing. No, actually, he didn't do it for it. It was a different. It was linking to a different uh, article, uh, and uh, the music is by David Julian. Okay. So yeah, that's I mean, why I don't remember. That's it. why I don't remember it is because there's no like super memorable thing. But that's not to say it's not excellent music that yeah. fits with the movie. It just blends in. Dude, that Dark Phoenix theme. <sighs> I want to like, listen to that again. I still like, man, that movie. The the music is so good, so good, so good. Um, but yeah, dude, this movie is is fantastic. The uh, the the cinematography is amazing. The, yep. the, it was shot on all all real locations, mm-hmm. um, save for one was like uh, under the stage that he had a set that mm-hmm. he did there. But it was all like other lo- you know scouted out locations uh, for like the different theaters and the different places that, that they did the magic in. And then whenever he goes on a sojourn at one point, like it's all real locations. Yeah. So definitely see this movie. And uh, it's it's where I took notice of Christopher Nolan and was like, ooh, Christopher Nolan. This was after Batman Begins, though, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was. Uh, it was one of those movies that came out, and I was like, I, I I I don't remember seeing it in theaters necessarily. I do. I think I might have, but like I remember more distinctly watching it like on repeat after it came out yeah. to DVD. And uh, and definitely like it was it was one of those where it was like oh he did the Batman movie it's the same guy same director and then absolutely loving it and being like that director that guy and that's another thing like in 2006 like I don't know that I would have until that year yeah really been like oh this was made by the same person who made this well, or like you know whatever what's interesting to me is that um, like if you think about it uh. This was like pre, which this isn't, I mean, it's, it's, this is pre like iPhone. Mm-hmm. This is like pre like watching, actually watching, like streaming Netflix. This is like you were yeah. getting DVDs in the mail, like Netflix. Yeah. And like, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot. Like, I mean, I remember, like, I mean, I was, I was in high school, I guess. What would I have been in? 
No, I graduated in 2004, so I would have been in college. My first, I would have been in community college. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, but, like, there's literally nothing. I mean, Didi and I would hang out on the weekends. But, like, right. there's nothing to do no. other than just rent a ton of movies yeah. and watch them. Yeah, and you, you know? go to, like, the Blockbuster or the local, like, shop. I don't think it was even a Blockbuster movie, there in, movie, in small town. Uh, what was it called? Movie, movie gallery. <sighs> yeah, movie gallery. Mm. There was movie gallery, or there was, like, a... Small town. It was called Rohrbach Video. Like there in, that's in, right, uh, Benton, Illinois. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Because it was the name. It was like yeah. the family name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we would rent movies. That's really cool. I mean, it's crazy. That's, like that year. Like again. Like I don't think I would have associated. Oh, this is the same director that did this other thing. Yeah. And then that same year, like if you just look down the list, it's just fantastic. Like. From top to bottom, like the, the Departed came out in two thousand six. Oh my gosh, that's a good movie. Um, Casino Royale came out in two thousand six. Man, uh, Mission Impossible three came out in two thousand six. Mm. Three hundred came out in two thousand six. Did wow. I ever say that? Yeah. Um, the uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift came out in two thousand. No, the that's, classic. That's, that's not not one. Um, but yeah, the uh, there's so much that came out that year that was just fantastic. So that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, big one. Children of Men came out in two thousand six. It's mm. another big one. Man. Um, 2006 is a big year, dude. That's wild. Yeah. But I submit to you the prestige. Go watch it. All right, Chris, let's find out what games you and I will be playing this fall. All right. So again, making, making decisions on the fly here. Yeah. Um, oh wait, I already, I navigate. Wait, where'd my article go? Uh, here it is. All right. So I, this is, I'm looking at Game Informer. Um, this is their, uh, I think they constantly update this, but their 2019 video game release schedule article. I dig it. Last updated June 17th, 2019 at 4.30 p.m. All right, so I'm going to just like go all the way down. We're already into, what is today's date? The, the Wait, so no, wait, when will this air? That's so this the will question. air on the 16th of August. 16th of August. So I'm going to like ignore everything else except for Madden NFL 20 is out. Okay. So yeah, it's it's out as that's we, a game as we I actually want. Remember, I talked about it at E3. Like, that's right. That's the 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 X Factor abilities make actually maybe we want to play this game. Yeah. So uh, I always love the Madden stuff because they continuously like layer stuff on top of the the game before, and so it's always interesting. Like, what new feature are they gonna do? Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go down these. Uh, so I really want to check that out. I'll say that. Uh, I'm gonna go down the titles that are releasing between now and end of December. Okay. Rad comes out on August 20th. Do I need to do the date? Let's say let's say August twentieth. We're gonna have Rad, okay, Remnant from the Ashes, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. August twenty second, Life is Strange episode Life is Strange two episode four. Oninaki, Puyo Puyo, ah, Space Harrier. Uh, that's all August twenty second. Nice. It's interesting to me, like... Puyo uh, Puyo is coming on Switch. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. The only thing, like, I, I wanted to throw out here, like, was Life is Strange 2, Episode 4. Like, I feel like that started last year. In I two, know. Like, I think it was... Up, to get these wasn't it up these, for the Game Awards? Yeah. Episode the, 1 was? It's taking them forever to get these, uh, these out. It's a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. August 27th, uh, Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey. Control. Oh my! Is Control still coming out this year? Control is still coming out no. this year. Yeah, it's okay, literally so August twenty seventh. So literally later this month, man. That's the uh, what is the name of the studio? Remedy. Remedy. They did um, Alan Wake and Quantum Break. Break. Mm-hmm. Um, Two fantastic or Quantum Break at least. I haven't played. Uh, that's one of the bigger gaming gaps that I have. There is uh, Alan Wake. Um, I have never played Alan Wake. So um, I definitely will buy that and, and play that. Agreed. I mean, it looks it looks really fun, like the uh, the the abilities that you have in there. So I'm kind of thinking that that one's probably the first one on here that I'll, so, I'll so pick make, up. Make note of that. Making note now. Also on August 27th, the Bard's Tale Four Director's Cut. 
August 30th, Astral Chain, Blair Witch. Oh, my gosh, dude. I really want to play that game. Yeah? It looks so good. Getting into the uh, the old horror game yeah. uh, stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's getting to that time. Like, you usually around this time I know. I want to play scary things. Really get into, like, the scary stuff. The Dark Pictures, Man of Madan. Yeah, Man of Madan. Man, Madan. Madan. Yeah, no, I think it's Madan. Um, but that's the... Uh, that's the... the um, Ready at dawn, like that's the people who did. Oh, the, yeah, that's a narrative yeah. thing. Choose your own adventure style thing. Um, their first one. All right, so then we move into September. September third, Catherine Full Body comes out. That is a great. Catherine's a great game. It's this is I think just the PlayStation Four and Xbox One port yeah. of Catherine. I think there's also like some additional stuff in there. Oh, really? Like I think there's some additional story in there. That Since I, I would say like I recommend it. Um, I would if I hadn't played it already. And I knew how good of a game it is. I would buy it. Nice. But I will probably wait till this goes on sale sometime. And, and it's, it's a puzzle game. Um, yeah. But yeah, also, so if, you're, if you're not into puzzlers, this is not the game for you. Right. But it's uh, also got you said. I remember the time you said it's got a really, it's got a cool story. Yeah. But with this awesome puzzle stuff, it's got a cool story, and it's it has enough of a story to where like the puzzle the pieces, honestly, like the puzzle pieces are are almost just like in the way of like I just want to get back to the story. Interesting. But it's not so hard. Like, I'm not... Well, I'm, okay, I say that. I like puzzle games. You do not. Yeah. So I don't know how... Like, I just don't know. It's hard for me to gauge... Yeah. Like, how hard this would be. That's true. Take that for what it is. There it is. <laughs> if, if you find other games that I have said are good, the puzzle games, too hard, this will really be too hard. <laughs> It'll be way up there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's gotcha. just block puzzles, but, like, it takes some thinking. Yeah. I mean, in a block puzzle, I feel, like, I feel like, you know... Block puzzles are a little bit, little bit different than uh, like a, a limbo or something like that as well. Like, yeah. And it, you know, while it may break your brain in the same similar ways, it's just, right. it's it's a uh, it's definitely just a different kind of skill set there. September fourth, uh, should we be seeing the platforms for these? No. Okay. September fourth, Warsaw and Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I mean, we is can that, if you want. Is to. that DLC for for Monster Hunter? World? Yeah, it's it's a big DLC drop. So it's like this is the, like standalone. It's a. Uh, I think it is. I think you can do uh, the standalone on that, or you can dive in like after that. They're making some big updates to the game and and so lots of things. I, I. It's interesting. Like Monster Hunter World came out at a time where like I was waiting for the next thing and but i thought about picking it up it was within like a two-week period that i had before the next game came out that i was wanting to pick up yeah and uh it almost swayed me over there so um it's uh interesting. sorry i said that was on the fourth it's actually on september 6th also on september 6th nba 2k 20 nice september 10th this is where we're getting some good stuff eFootball pes 2020 and gears 5 and Greedfall. I'll definitely picking up Gears Dude, 5. Dude, Gears 5, man. It's happening. I, have I told you I've been playing the, the betas? Uh, yes. Yeah. You talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago Did on the I? podcast, okay, cool. I think. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the Gears 5, man. I'm so excited about the story for Gears 5. I know. And, like, diving in there. And story and all, just, like, literally all the game modes. I yeah. think, like... Uh, escape. I'm excited about, like, that escape mode or whatever. Fun. Yeah. Horde mode. I think the changes I made to Horde mode are going to be fun. Yeah. The multiplayer I've been playing has been fun. Um, it'll be fun. Like I, that's that one's the next one on my list. Like where I think you're you're picking it up. I'm, and it's, it'll be the the next big multiplayer game. I yeah. feel like where it's like I want to run through that campaign with someone. Yes, I don't. And so yeah. it's like it, it, I think you and I have played through pretty much every Gears game. Everyone except you know, for Judgment. And except for both, Judgment, we just, both own it. We need we to just do it. Yeah, John. we need we need to just pull the trigger on it. Um, but yeah, like Gears Gears Five. Uh, so pumped about that. Definitely. And it's, plus, it's on Game Pass, so it's like yeah. at the very least, if you have Game Pass, it's like, oh, you already have access to it, or it's like just 
you know, buy Game Pass for you know ten dollars a month, or add it onto your uh, subscription for of of Xbox Live Gold for a dollar. Yep. You're there. Coming out on September thirteenth, Borderlands three, Damon X Machina, and NHL twenty. Borderlands three, like if it wasn't coming out so close to Gears three, five, three days. I know. I'd probably like think about it, but I will not be picking that up day no. one. That's a, that's a bummer too, because like whenever Borderlands three was announced, I was I was super into. It. I was like, oh man, I'm totally gonna do this looter shooter, yay! But <laughs> like with it being that close to Gears, I'm just not gonna have the time. So um, I probably won't pick it up until I have the time. What was Damon X Machina? I remember seeing that. Uh, it is a mech game for Switch. Um, yeah, Switch exclusive mech game. Okay. It looked kind of odd and they had a beta and it played really slowly which was uh, a bummer like i really wanted to be faster gameplay if i was going to play it but uh but yeah so that's what that game is the more interesting switch one if you're looking for like a a switch game astral chain looked interesting Uh, which one was that so that was up back on august 30th that was the one where you're a police officer and there's like a you have a robot but or not robot a uh a demon buddy that's chained (laughs) to you and you just go through and like the the demon buddy does like all these like super cool attacks and you switch to the other character and they're shooting guns and stuff it's basically an alien invasion and uh you're fighting them off with your sounds uh, insane it very much is i can i can be into that the thing it's it's uh (laughs) it's the same people who do like bayonetta it's the it's it's uh, that developer, and so the way they did it was they had this this really cool gameplay mechanic of like being chained to this monster, like where you're like fighting alongside and you switch from character to character, and they're like, this is a really fun uh, gameplay mechanic. What kind of a game can we come up with for that? And so they came up with Astral Chain. So it's just completely, you know, nonsense as far as a, uh, a setup and a story goes, but the gameplay will be fun. That's hilarious. Coming out September seventeenth. AI the som 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 somnium files somnium I don't I don't know I've never heard of this Uh, September twentieth Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch remastered and the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening whoop whoop I've got the uh, the uh, deluxe edition of Link's Awakening pre ordered on uh, on Amazon because it's got an art book in there nice and uh, I've also got the amiibo (laughs) pre ordered on Amazon I'm going like hard in for the uh, the Link's Awakening on September 20th did you write that down along with uh, Gears 5 yes okay coming out on September 24th Contra Rogue Core and The Surge 2 September 27th, Code Vein, Dragon Quest 11S. That's for Switch. Nice. Uh, and then on September 27th, FIFA 20. Nice. October, we're moving into October now. October 1st, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. If Fultron Dude. were here, he would say he's he's uh, picking that up. I'm going to put Fultron down for a, uh, a Shadowkeep. That's like their, their first foray, I believe, into the free-to-play world where you uh, can... Where yeah. you can play uh, uh, the base version of it for free or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but that's what that is. It's interesting to me, like, the strategies and, and how that will all work out um, in the end. Oct- uh, sorry. Yeah, October 4th, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Nice. Uh, it looks cool. Probably won't pick it up. October- it, looks, it looks really, like, super deep tactical to me. October so. 8th, Concrete Genie, Indivisible. And trying for the Nightmare Prince. Love it. Coming out on October 11th is Grid. Is that that racing game that used to be around? I believe so. Yes. 100% oh. it is. Interesting. October 22nd is... Chris, Le- not used to be. Still is still around. Still is around, yeah. The Le- uh, October 22nd, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3, and WWE 2K20, which I've heard nothing about, so I have no idea what's new about it. But it doesn't matter, because... 
three days later, on October 25th, Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out. Yeah. Along with Medieval and The Outer Worlds. Both Call of Duty Modern Warfare and The Outer Worlds looks look really good. It's, it, but I'm going to buy Modern Warfare. I was about to say, I don't think I would have time for both. It's like kind of one of those situations like with Borderlands earlier with, with Gears. It's like there's no way I have time for both. Yeah. Um, I also like, I'm still not necessarily completely sold on like the modern warfare thing like the campaign what? looks really John. like looks really interesting um but i don't know i mean we'll have to see whenever i get there but i'm gonna put you down for call of duty and i'm, I'm buying put, it i've, I'm, I've already got it pre-ordered dude that's awesome i love yeah. it i uh the other thing is I'm, i could be down to to do the multiplayer yeah. for that i mean I'm, I'm ready for some i'm ready for some multiplayer that's not battle royale i know right just want to kill some guys <laughs> just want to run in you yep. know they do the run and gun things spray and pray make it happen October 29th, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD comes out. October 31st, Luigi's Mansion 3 and Moons of Madness. Definitely getting that one. 100% getting I'm, Luigi's Mansion oh, 3. It comes out on Halloween, too. It's going to be awesome. Crazy. I'm just going to sit there and play that all night. It's yep. going to be great. What day is Halloween on? Is it like the middle of the week this year? I'm pretty sure it's like a Thursday or a Friday or something. What? No. Mansion. This, seems, in, see. this seems insane. Because... But if it is, I'll just sit there and play it all weekend. I know, right? Just make it a weekend thing. I mean, that's I, I appreciate that it's coming out on that day. I do kind of wish like I could get into the mood for Halloween Thursday. before. It's coming but, out Thursday. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's coming out. On, I guess that'll happen on Wednesday night probably. All right. It, moving into drop. November. Just uh, Sorry. November 5th. Just Dance 2020 and Planet Zoo. Uh, just want to throw this out there. Just Dance 2020 is coming to uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and Wii. The original Wii. Skipping Wii U, though. Skipping Wii U. Wii U's, <laughs> nobody's playing Wii U. I can't remember if you can play Wii games on Wii U. Uh, yes, you can. Okay, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, November 8th. You had to load into a weird Wii mode, though. Like, it was basically a separate, like, install or separate, like, you had to basically restart the entire console in order to get to Wii mode. Anyway. November 8th, Death Stranding and Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition. Uh, Death Stranding. To Death Stranding looks crazy. It I looks, still, I still don't know enough about it, man. This is the full thing. Tron, put it down for full I'm putting it down for full because I know he's gonna, he's, he's gonna pick I mean, it up. That's the thing though. He doesn't have a PlayStation though. Oh man. Well, they have teased though that a game's coming. So by the time this comes out, it might actually be announced for PC as well. In yeah. which case, I think he would probably wait for the PC version. Um, but yeah. All Death right. Stranding. This next game, I didn't even know was coming out. I'm buying it. I don't even care. Coming out on November fifteenth, Jumanji the video game. Nice. I don't like. Is this based on the? I'm gonna click into this. Is this based on the newer movies? I don't even know. Welcome to the Jungle video game coming. Yes, that's it's it. Based on yeah. the first movie. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. That's totally amazing. This. <laughs> Comes out right before the uh, the next one, really, too. You yep. know, a month a month earlier. Totally cool. buying that. I don't even know how much it's gonna cost, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put me down for. It. I'm gonna review it, John. Thousand dollars. I want to get more video game reviews on this show. I mean, we've been bad about it. We've been like, we wanted to do that at the beginning of this year, but we still have a chance, Chris. There's so many games coming out later this year. We still can make it happen. Dude, November 15th is stacked. Okay. Jumanji, the video game, Pokemon Shield, Pokemon Sword, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. Man. Okay. So here's the deal, Chris. Yeah. I love Pokemon. I know you do. I really love Pokemon. I also love Star Wars. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm picking Star Wars. I mean, that's the thing is I feel like I need to pick Star Wars because I haven't played a good, like a really good Star Wars game in a while. And I feel like this is the one. I feel like this is going to be a real good Star Wars game. Yeah. 
Ah, it's so frustrating though. Because which I, Pokemon would you pick up if you're picking up one? Uh, that's a know? good question. I don't know that I would really care. I think like what I would probably try to do is find someone who's gonna get one and get the other one. Yeah, because the like the different uh, Pokemon from each one, like there isn't a, a specific Pokemon where like oh, I have to get that one. Yeah, you know, or and honestly, this time they doesn't come down to the version differences aren't just about the Pokemon that are offered inside. There are different. Um, gym leaders as well so different boss battles that you have so some of them one of them has like a ghost uh pokemon uh boss battle leader and then the other one has like a different you know uh fairy or something like that so it's uh there are different differences woo, beyond almost spilled the drink there uh, b- beyond just like the the version version of uh pokemon that there are so anyway if that's probably the how i will make that decision and honestly i'll probably hold off um Maybe buy it around Christmas time or the first year or something like that. Whenever there's a little bit, yeah, a little bit good. of a gap, like where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to chill and play a Pokemon game, relax. That's what I en- ended up doing with uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Is I bought it a little bit later, um, like a, a couple weeks later, because I was like, oh, I just want something to play on my Switch. Honestly, at the time, I was rocking. I was like, we, Des wouldn't go to sleep uh, unless he was like in our arms standing up, and so I played it one handed while rocking Des. Mm. So it was great. Coming out November 19th, Shinmu 3. And then November 22nd, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal looks fantastic. I'll probably wait till that goes on sale too. Probably like after the first of the year or something like that. Uh, usually there's stuff on sale on their, uh, like their New Year's, Xbox New Year's sale. Uh, oh, okay, moving into December, Life is Strange 2, episode 5 on December 3rd, and that's it that they have listed for December. Wow. Which is wild. I mean, which, and, and it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, honestly, there's only usually like Nintendo usually has a game that comes out in uh in december which i'm surprised that i like don't see like there's not one there necessarily um i imagine it would have been animal crossing but that has been delayed until the spring so so what do we have that's that's my that's our list all right so these are our lists we have control both of us are 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 getting it is what i have down i'm i I think i'm a maybe on that one so you're definitely getting that one you're gonna turn this into all into a maybes aren't you uh no i'm because gears five definitely happening okay uh, for both of us, that All one's right. a, that one's definite. And then there is uh, Link's Awakening. I'm definitely getting that one. Nice. And you're uh, then it's Modern Warfare. Yep. That's definitely for 100%. you. I mean, that's uh, I'm, I'm a maybe on that one. But honestly, it's, it's going to get down to it. It's it, time to jump back in the Call I of Duty wagon, John. Yeah, I mean, and then Luigi's Mansion is a definite for both of us. Nice. And then uh, Jumanji the video game for you. Yes. Death Stranding is a maybe for me. I still haven't seen enough. I feel like I I'm going to wait for too. reviews. I feel like that's the one where I'm like going to be like. I I'm very intrigued by what it could be, but also it could very easily go the other way where I'm like, this is not for me. Yeah. So that is, that's so still a wait and see on that yeah. one. Um, and then Jedi Fallen Order for the for the both of us. Yes. And uh, I'm going to wait on Pokemon probably. Wait on Pokemon, wait on Doom. That's, that's one of those. Like, it's just... So how many did we commit to? So we committed. You committed to one, two, three, four, five, six. To buy? Yeah, that's what you said. What are you saying? What am I buying? Control, Gears 5, yeah. Modern Warfare, yeah. Luigi's Mansion, yep. Jumanji, yeah. Fall, Jedi Fallen Order. Yep, that's it. And then uh, I have uh, Gears 5, Link's Awakening, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Jedi Fallen Order, and that's it. Probably probably Call of Duty within that, though. So that's four, as I, what I've dedicated All to, right. and then maybe on five. So Cool. Yeah. You guys should tweet at us and let us know what games you're going to pick up this fall. Yeah, which ones have you pre-ordered in this conversation? Because you remember earlier, you're supposed to be on Amazon. We'll pre-order these things as we yeah. talk about them. You know, just yeah. We're all making this, this call together. We're doing it together. 
I don't know. What are we talking about next week? Is there something next week? Is there, are That's there a any good question. Well, it, up? It's so long from now, whenever we're actually recording this, that like I don't even know. I don't um, know if there's any movie reviews left this, dude, this fall to yeah, do. Yeah, there's not a Besides ton. Jumanji. It Chapter 2 comes out in September. Which we could, we could review we that, could review but that. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, yeah, there's no movies on the horizon right now. Chris. All right. Joker comes out in October. <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of Joker then. So Dang, we, we got to talk about a lot of other stuff. I know, right? Got to find something something to do. Well, apparently there's some uh, some video games that we got to be talking about, That's too. True. That's great. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. We do. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.